So, mm-hmm. do you remember at all, or did I ever tell you that I used to write redneck raps? Yeah, I think you okay. did mention that. So, I will say, because the other day I was at Olympia and Magic came on, B.O.B., and mm-hmm. I had remembered that I wrote a rap to that, and it it's reminded me. Reminded me that I had redneck raps. I think soon. I don't know when I want to unveil them, but I think soon I'm going to unveil some of these redneck raps. When are you going to unveil your real raps? Um, when it's done, to be honest with you. I, to be honest with you, that's been pushed back because of life and my mindset. But hmm. I haven't been doing anything musically for the last few months. I haven't really even been writing much. You went on semi-retirement? No, I just, almost writer's block and kind of just life going on around you. You kind of lose sight of what you want to do sometimes. Hmm. Okay, okay. So honestly, when that's done, I have no set time, which I need to set. But yeah, when that is, that is. Maybe the uh, redneck raps, maybe that'll uh Maybe it'll bring it back. Get that creativity flowing, you know? God. That's where my that's where the name Jacob Willingham came from. So, <laughs> my alter ego. Your alter ego, like alter like e- like Eminem, like Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, very much so. Very okay, much. Okay, so what's uh, what's the alter ego part? Like, what is what is Jacob Willingham? Uh, the table? Jacob Willingham is definitely the more introspective, calm side, more thoughtful side. Okay. Of my, I've. And then what's you? What's Keenan? The energetic, fun. Kind of just all over, all over the place, but in a good way. Huh. Would be that would be me. And honestly. then Jacob's calm, introspective, and what else? Uh, calm, uh, calm, introspective, thoughtful. And, and how do you get the name Jacob Willingham? Uh, Jacob's my middle name, and randomly enough, Willingham came from a random person that I had seen playing basketball, and kind of just like the name, so I kind of mm. rolled with it. Then you came up with Jake Willingham. Okay, okay. So that's, that's kind of like, that'd be like your stage name, maybe? Possibly. I never... I, that'd be kind of dope. I don't know. I like the name. I've always had Jacob Willingham. Yeah, now I think you gotta you kind of got to go by that now then. it's I like it. I like it for sure. How have you been? I've been good. Um, not feeling too good after this meal. Um, besides that, I went out, <laughs> cause we went out, went out to eat with... With pops, which was great. With dad, W A W. Um, <laughs> you so mean W W J D? That was cool. I'm feeling, yeah, right. I'm not feeling the greatest, but but it's you know, we're good. We're good. It was it was cool to have dinner. Did you like this weekend football wise? What were your biggest takeaways? From what I watched, I watched a lot of red zone, which normally I don't. Normally I try to watch. One one or two games and then yeah. kind of fill in at you know as the games end. Yeah, there were such good games going on at the one o'clock slot mm-hmm. that you know I just kept on red zone. And I was watching. I believe it was Steelers Titans. Yes, and then the Falcons and, Lions. Uh, Lions. They had a good game going on. Browns Bengals. Browns Bengals going on. That's right. They all went to the wire. They were wire to wire the whole way. So they were those were great games. Uh, what else? I feel like there was a few other one o'clock games that were great. Um. Uh, the Packers blew out the Texans. Yep. I don't think there really was many more games. The Bills that, eighteen Bills won eighteen to ten. And they were yeah. Bills. That was a, I guess that was probably more of a grinded out game. So I may have been close and entertaining because of that. But yeah. it wasn't anything like 
Bills really Jets was an okay game. That was a, it was a good one o'clock slot of football compared yes. to the four o'clock slot, which was our Patriots Mops. getting slaughtered, our former Patriot Messiah Go. and Tom Brady lighting Mopping. up the Raiders. So uh, there was that. You had the highs and lows of that. Sunday night football. That was a great game with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, Seahawks, NFC West. That was a great matchup. Kyler Murray, again, still just slowly becoming my favorite player in the league. Um, Because you guys almost share a name? Yeah, that too. He's kind of making that shitty name cool. Like, I don't particularly like my name, but Kyler's an even shittier name. But but it's not shitty because they have Kyler Murray, so fuck what I said. So DK Metcalf is... And he had the chase down, yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson, great. uncharacteristic interceptions in those in that game. That was a spe- he had three, especially that last one was that, shocking. To Isaiah Sim- they I, fooled him, and he just kind of lollipopped it up there. Yeah, I was I was shocked. I was shocked, but no, all those games are good. I had to check in and out of the four o'clock games in the in the late game because I had inventory, so I was scanning mm-hmm. the entire store. But we had it on the TV we have there, and we were going. We were checking in as much as we possibly could. Tyler Lockett had himself an evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good game all around. If you that had him in fantasy, exciting. he big day. He had Devontae Adam in fantasy, big day. It was, for fantasy, I had a bittersweet day. I, a couple a couple moves. I had the, not the perfect lineup, but I had a very, very good lineup in FanDuel. I faded, um... Was in between going either Darren Fells and Odell or Tyler Boyd and Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. That would have changed my fortunes from about $10 to possibly in the thousands. So it's it, it was bittersweet. But, you know, we always got next week. <laughs> Give me your breakdown. Like, what do you think? What's going on with the Patriots? Like, what's, what's your two and four, which we haven't been in quite a while? Three straight losses, which never happens. Obviously, ex- circumstances are a little different with how we got to those three straight losses, but three straight losses nonetheless. I know you want a weapon. <sighs> oh, okay, the Patriots. I talk a lot about this with Caleb Lanou. And well, tell us what you think. No, I am. I am. The linebacking core being young, they just also lost Brandon Copeland for the year which doesn't help at all. Not that he was a great linebacker, but he's still a person. A linebacker. Linebacking core is not great. The defensive backs are getting more exposed. Not that they're bad, but they're getting more they're getting more big plays allowed on them because of the lack of a pass rush. They I would just I even though Jimmy G didn't play a good game at all, and if Jimmy G plays a good game, they probably hang up 50. And the offense can't do anything at all. They scored 28 points in the last three games. They they have like four passing touchdowns on the entire season. They cannot move the ball through the air because no receiver can get separation. And now that you can just load the box, it's going to be harder to run. And it's it's disappointing to watch. I disagree on two things. Okay. I agree with most of that. I disagree that they got exposed, the the defensive backs. Well, I wouldn't say, exp- I would say exposed. If we're talking about this last game, I think, I think, yeah, I think the whole team was exposed this past week. If we're yeah. just talking about this past week. If we're going in. I was Broncos talking game, about this past week. All right, yeah, yeah. Then in that case, yeah, absolutely. We all, That was the worst game I can remember as a team. Besides, Chiefs, besides 20, that Chiefs loss. But even then, like, 
Chiefs 41 to 14 on to Cincinnati was probably the last time that I felt like that. Even like when they've lost, it was closer games and you just they didn't play up to snuff and that game was abysmal. Key difference between that game and this game, which is where I'm going to disagree with you. The offense, there's people getting open. Cam played like shit that game. Like Cam, from what I saw, there was multiple plays where I saw Cam or open receivers across the middle and Cam Newton just flat out missing them on the out route or just being like four or five yards off. That's what I saw a lot of the time as far as our offense. Whereas if that's Tom Brady, yeah, maybe we're not getting the first down, but he's completing some of those third downs. Some of them he's not, but Cam was missing everything. Every important throw. At Cam least. didn't pl- Cam didn't play well either, but I also I think don't think there's much separation going on. There might not be, but the line was good. He had protection. He was missing a lot of throws. Oh, he, we he, were we were sure. moving the ball into their territory a lot of the game. Just when it came to third and eight, third and whatever, Cam was just awful, honestly. Whereas if that's Tom Brady in that game, maybe we still lose because San, San Francisco looked dominant. But Tom Brady's making a lot of those throws, extending the game to where we're getting in field goal range and we're probably getting at least points out of it where cam was getting it's nothing I, and then our defense was getting ran on that's a tough defense to play against anyways belichick defenses i've noticed they have a lot of trouble with motion offenses like san francisco like as far as before the play yeah because that's how jacksonville kind of had our number a few years back because they did a lot of pre-play motion in the backfield that kind of thing they also we also don't do well stopping the run. Mm-hmm. We haven't for a while. And it's the way it's the same thing happened last that's year. Where the, that's where the weak front seven. Yeah, comes and then that happened last year, even before Derrick Henry in the playoffs, like Nick Chubb ran. He didn't run much, but he ran all over us when he played. And from mm-hmm. that point on the against the run, the Patriots just aren't great. There's no reason why Jeff, Jeff Wilson jr. Should go for 112 yards against. A, there's no reason for mm-hmm. it. absolutely no reason why their third string should go off. And haste and Jim Michael Hasty. Yeah, they were had le- like 58 yards on the ground after Jeff Wilson's now out. So it's they were most definitely leaky. That defense. Look, if they don't win this week, it's a divisional game. I believe it's at Buffalo or is this at a home Buffalo. Game? at Buffalo? They're three and a half point underdogs, which is has never happened. As far as a divisional game, or it hasn't been for quite a while. Forget what the exact stat was, but yeah, I mean they got this is a must-win game. Their season's over if they lose this game. I can't call it over because we've seen crazier things happen. But they would have to win out, and I don't see that happening. Do you have to get? You have to get to at least ten to get in the playoffs this year. Crazy things happen, and it's twenty twenty, and it's. A COVID NFL, I'm not ruling anything out, but their their I, chances would definitely I'm, be dim. I'll, they have a maybe they have a less than a one percent chance if they lose this game against the Bills. Bills would move to six and two. You have the Browns who are at five wins. The pack the Steelers were at six wins. Titans at five. Colts are four and two. Real quick. Chiefs have five wins. Like stat I saw today, the Bills they're at they're at five and two right now. Yeah, five and two. Being outscored by their opponents, teams in this situation seventy one percent of the time do not make the playoffs. The way the Bills are, yeah. Uh, so just want to point that out. No, too. they're you're. But if they lose this game and go to six, if the Bills sure. win, go to six and two for sure. Then if they lose a division, it would have to be it'd probably be to Miami. 
but I don't see that happening. I'm I'll say just, we see this situation each year, though, where a team starts off very slow and they're able to creep back in that wild card picture. I, I just don't want to be the Chargers. This is the Chargers starting off two and six and then almost running the table and then missing the playoffs by a game. That's I what it would be. I, I, I don't see it who happening. Who do you think wins this Sunday? Your early prognosis. This is a Wednesday. The Bills. No confidence in it. What's, what's the score? I have 23-17. So close game. You don't see us pulling it out. I, the offense has... The offense just needs to prove me wrong. I can't, I haven't seen anything. Twenty eight points in three games is abysmal. I I understand there's been different, obviously so different you're going, with you're COVID al- and you're all along, that. You're along with the rest of the a lot of the Patriots crowd in the sky's falling camp. Um, so it's you, not. I mean, I didn't think they were winning Super Bowl, so sky's not falling. I mean, well, I mean, no, but you thought we were gonna have a more successful season. I, than yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, my panic level's out of nine. Because people want us to... Right now, the consensus is we're going to lose Sunday mm-hmm. among Patriots fans, mm-hmm. the dramatic side. We're going to lose Sunday and that we should trade Gilmore and, you know, whatever else at the trade deadline Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's also election day. You voting, by the way? I uh, don't know. Not sure? Not sure. You registered? Um, Actually, no. So probably not voting. I'm not registered. Damn. Not going to register the week before? Just going to sit it out? I think we're just going to sit it out. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. But yeah, no, I've heard this trade Stefan Gilmore too, and it all depends on what China, kind of direction you want to go with the team. I think we pull a win out. Um, I hope, because then we have the Jets get to 4-4, four and four and the season looks completely different. Yeah, we're getting to the tough part of our schedule. That's that's why I don't think we'll run, because we're going to see, we still have the Rams, we still have the Chargers with Herbert looking better, and that defense is tough. We, I mean, the Texans are, don't look great, obviously, but we have the Ravens for sure. It The Bills again, the Dolphins in that trap game, all, always, I think the 20th of December down in Miami, that fun one that we always lose. Yeah, that's a guaranteed loss for whatever reason. Yeah, for some reason, that's a, it's a loss. So I I just don't see us winning more than or winning enough to go to the playoffs. So season's over and we should pack it up? Um, If they lose, yes. Who's day one start? Even if we don't lose, it doesn't sound like you're too confident. So well, I mean, if, we, if they get to three and four, the Bills get to three losses and then they beat the Jets, that's four and four. And that changes the entire complexion because they may be able to sneak into a wild card. If they lose and go to two and five... For me, it's a wrap. Who do you think's week one starter next week for New or next year for New England twenty twenty one season week one starter? Cam Newton or Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. I could see I could see the 49ers cutting Jimmy Garoppolo and going after Matt Ryan, Kyle Shanahan, Matt Ryan getting back together again. And if they cut Jimmy Garoppolo, I could see Bill Belichick going back to Jimmy Garoppolo. That's an interesting one. I've heard that one in some NFL circles. That one sounds too, I don't know, NBA-ish to me. I, I don't. It, it kind of does, but honestly, it makes full sense across the board. I know they haven't, the 49ers I, haven't been full fans of Jim, like this regime hasn't been too big of fans of Jimmy G. He hasn't really played all contract, that well. Though. Oh, this like Kyle Shanahan, meaning he, he would. 
Um, he was there before Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm meaning. And but that was the same GM group, though. Yeah. And so I don't think Kyle Shanahan's that big of a fan. And I think that Matt Ryan going to be out the door and they're going to probably draft a quarterback. I think if they didn't have Cam Newton, I think they'd want to fully start over and get their QB for the future without having to pay a significant amount. Because that's kind of the blueprint for getting, uh, you know, kind of this little dynastic run is have a quarterback on the cheap, and then you can kind of, not that the Patriots would ever do this, but load up everywhere else. That's kind of the Rams' blueprint. Oh, that, that, that's, I mean, that's what the Chiefs are doing right and now. The I mean, until them. Mahomes got his contract. But yeah. it's, if you can, quarterbacks on a rookie deal who are very good is what you want because then you can load up, get as many championships as you can, and hopefully by that time that quarterback turns like Russell Wilson did mm-hmm. into being having a loaded team with a very good quarterback to having arguably the best quarterback in football. I think it's Mahomes, but the way he's been playing. Yeah, it's how the Seahawks. Yeah, and yep. have the Seahawks. And even in like trying to rebuild modes, they're still putting up eight, nine wins and getting to the playoffs. So that's that's kind of what you have. That's the best situation to be in if you have a very good quarterback on a rookie deal. So you think 50-50 Cam Newton, Jimmy G. Yeah, I for, I'm going to go 48-48 and 2% Bill Belichick does something that I don't think. I, that, just because it's Bill Belichick, you can leave him that percent to do something. But That's an interesting one. Honestly, I think Jimmy Garoppolo, because I think Matt Ryan to the 49ers makes too much sense. Is that one that's being talked about a lot? Is, it's uh, been talked about a little bit, but it just makes sense to me. If Matt, they're moving on from Matt Ryan because that's definitely for sure. Well, that at is? least that's what they've been saying. That's what I've heard a Who, lot. That who's been saying that? Um, a lot of different NFL reporters have been saying that the, and also they're said that they're looking to shop or that shopping Julio and Matt Ryan are definitely on the table. Then they took Shit, back. They're shopping Julio. Then they took back. No they wins. took back the Matt Ryan one for this year, I believe. But I'd trade Stephon Gilmore for Julio Jones right now. Yeah. I would <laughs> take Julio in our heartbeat without a doubt. I mean, I also think, I also think next year we should go and talk to the Browns about Odell. Yeah. Any point because, Oh, I'm just, I'm just next year. Cause he's injured right now, but I think next year you can talk to, you can talk about Odell and basically I think you will get him at the cheapest you can possibly get Odell. So I think you won't have to pay all that much to go get Odell. And that'd be beautiful. Yeah, get healthy, Odell. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Odell, get healthy. Transition to music here. You'll be happy to know that Kendrick's first appearance on a song is this Friday on a Buster Rhymes. Yeah, Buster Rhymes album's coming out. Okay. And that'll be so that would signify to me we might be getting an album. But then a month, month and a half, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say. December or beginning of 2021 range. Yeah. But yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, I guess that would be yeah, a month and a half. That'd be yeah, a month and a half. Right of October. I, I hope. I've been waiting forever. I've been waiting too long. <laughs> I've been waiting too long for this album to come out. <sighs> but good. I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Is there anything else good? Or that you I know I haven't of? seen much for this week. I haven't really checked either. That's the only thing I really saw. Um, Ty Dolla's... A- <laughs> Ty Dolla's album featuring Ty Dolla Sign is what the album's called. Mm-hmm. That came out this past weekend. That album's incredible. Is it? 
It's 25 tracks. I mean, I might be a bit biased because I'm a Ty Dolla fan, but I'll say this. The first time I listened to it, I thought it was kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. I skimmed through it like, when it came out at midnight. Yeah. Rode around to it the next day. Still, I think it's because I had clients in the car. Yeah. Wasn't really, really listening to it. Like, But then when I got home, put it on the speaker, that was a whole different experience, honestly. Yep. And then, as I've said, with these longer albums you put on shuffle, that shit plays amazingly. Like, mm-hmm. it plays like a true playlist. And because there's so many features on it, which, you know, true to the name, featuring Ty Dolla Sign, um, everything plays, like, it really does feel like it's other artists' songs than Ty Dolla. You know what I mean? You yeah. almost forget that you're listening to that album. So it plays really well on shuffle, plays really well one through 25. There's a lot of, like, two-minute tracks or less than two-minute tracks. Yep. So it flows really well. The interludes are dope. Definitely check it out. I think you'd be a fan of it, actually. My question to you is, do you prefer structured albums or playlists? Playlist-type albums now. Uh, Mostly, in general, like, I, I'd rather see one anywhere from 9 to 14 or 15 tracks. Mm-hmm. 17 starts to feel too long. Yep. Um, but in this day and age, it depends. Like, an artist like Ty Dolla Sign, who is versatile... That works really well for. Yes. And one you can get a lot of music out of. When it's someone like me. Cole? Yeah. J. Cole, yeah. Because he's more like, you want to hear, I'd, for me personally, I want to hear J. Cole like rhyming and doing like the real hip hop shit. No, I, so, I would say, I like if you all have J. Him, Cole's albums are like really cohesive and they kind of flow. So let's say J. Cole did one like what a lot of people are doing, which is putting some club shit on there and some slow shit. You know, a lot of different varieties through 20 tracks. That might sound a little different for J. Cole. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it works a little bit more for an artist like Meek. It especially works well for R&B artists, I would, like, the more I'm listening to it. So, like, someone like Drake, who's versatile. It works for it Drake. It definitely works for Artists him. like Chris Brown, it works. Those type of artists, it works for very well. Because most of the time with those kind of R&B artists, not people are looking for a cohesive album. They're more looking for, oh, that song's good, or oh, that song's nice. I mean, they can put a cohesive album together and it can be great, but I'm just saying they're more so looking for anthems rather than a project. Yeah, I'd say the more I'm listening to these longer tracks, like the more normal they're becoming, some are still just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. But like all together, even if I would agree with most of them, like if you cut eight tracks and bring it to 12 and just take the best 12, yeah. you probably get A plus al- albums out of all of them. Yeah. They're still anywhere from like B to A minus mm-hmm. albums, maybe B plus to A minus, you know, that kind of thing. There's still great quality albums. Just some of them like Meek. There's a couple, even though that was like two years ago, there's a couple of tracks on there where you're like, I don't really want to hear Meek auto tune and all, you know what Splash I mean? Splash warning was one of them. Yeah. He's just that got was some future and I eh, didn't, I didn't need it. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a few of that. Like on a, I'm trying to think of more. I've said this previously, specifically young thugs, last album. So much fun. Gun is last album. And uh, Lil Baby's album. Those were all 20 tracks of just like the real ATL sound, like that kind of thing. They kind of stuck to their sound, just experimented more with it. And that plays amazingly. Like, you know, you can play that one through 20 because there's no real switch up. Yes, 100%. I I think, and those are the type of artists you're going to want to hear that more so from personally for yeah. me yeah i mean you kind of lose what songs are what yeah like the important ones still stick out but those 
that's where they come up on random playlists mm. and it does help. So it's in that kinda, sense, it helps, but... Kind of like a Post Malone, too. I mean, not that... Yeah. I mean, depends what you call him, hip-hop, whatever. But like Post Malone... The more Mal- versatile ones. Yeah, Post Malone's more of an artist where you're like, I don't need songs to flow into each other. Just each individual song kind of be its own and whatever hits, hits. Whatever doesn't, doesn't. Yeah, and Dollar definitely. Like, his... Even it going from different sounds, it still flowed very well. Yeah. Especially for 25 tracks. I didn't even... If you would have asked me, I would have thought it was 19 tracks. Mm-hmm. That's how it plays, but it's 25, so yeah, definitely give it a listen. Um, One of the transitions, it's a Young Thug interlude, and like the end of the interlude kind of like perfectly dips in to the next song. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, that was one of the best, tra- smoothest transitions mm-hmm. I've heard interlude to track in quite a while, so that was dope. Yeah. I was hard pressed to find an artist doper than Ty Dollar, honestly. Like he can I've said on here before, he will give you twenty five off the bench on your own song and then go drop forty on his. Like he's that great of an artist. Yeah. Halloween, any big plans? Nah. Staying COVID safe. Everything's looking like it's spiking back up. Yep. I'm honestly kind of worried about what's gonna happen over this next month. How mm-hmm. about you? How do you feel about that? Uh I'm nervous because the surrounding big public places are starting to see COVID numbers spike. So it's a little nerve wracking just because you don't want to want to be around it. Holiday season's coming. Black Friday's coming. I obviously, I also work in a retail store where people are coming in every day. Right. Everyone's been wearing masks, which has been good. So thankfully, yeah, hundred percent. No, you don't have a problem with it. Even the people who kind of forget will go out to their car, bring it back in there. There's been no problems at our store. But it's definitely a concern. So, I mean, I'm hanging out with a a couple friends, but they're closer friends I'm not really concerned about. Small get-together? Small get-together. I'm also watching Tay Rock versus Murder Mook. I am starting, I am getting too excited for that. Face-Off, part two of their Face-Off came out. I've got to watch that. came out yesterday night, and I work today, so, but... I am getting more and more hype for that battle. That battle could be maybe the best we've seen in a while. Has potential to be. I don't know what the fuck it is, but every time I talk, I can hear like my tongue clicking, whatever the hell that is. And mm-hmm. I can hear it when I play it back on these episodes and it annoys the fuck out of me. So I apologize for that, for everybody <laughs> who hears that. But <laughs> yeah, okay. I just want to get that off my chest. I'm glad you got I've it been, off your chest. It's been annoying me all this whole recording session so you know yeah there's that and i also want to say did you see the referee mixtapes yeah camden sent that to me and i was like because <laughs> he's had ball, to, dude. yeah oh god <laughs> <laughs> they're getting so bored they're making referee mixtapes which is hilarious <laughs> mean. it's hilarious but yeah <sighs> you should rest up i should rest up you should rest up you said you weren't feeling well oh yeah i mean yeah i mean it's about that time i mean you know 10 p.m. So, I mean, you just, you just go to bed in about an hour and a half here. Yeah. So, I mean, it is slow down hours, I guess. But, yeah, not feeling too well. Oh, yeah. Other thing I was going to say was, you know, <laughs> people really like the topics of last week's show. People like Danny in particular by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. But she's bringing to the show, so that's cool. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm not. You know, the more you mention it, I I, I do feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> feel like shit. I don't lie. But I got chicken in the oven that I got to go get. Go so. get that shit. 
So this is the Warner Brothers Podcast, and we'll be back.